Good evening, and welcome to Red Barn Radio. Wherever in the world you're listening, welcome to Roots Music Southern Style. I got a sister in Modesto that I don't ever see. I guess it's alright, cause you know me, half looks like me, and I let it ride. My real daddy never knew me till I turned 24. Good thing I found him, cause he wasn't knocking at my door and I let it ride. Ooh, I let it ride. Well, it doesn't matter when the rain comes, just as long as you Question of when it's a question why I'm gonna let it ride. I a daughter away for a time. I take a place or oh. Million, million times I let it ride. Ooh, let it ride. Well, my mama, she used to leave me when I was just a kid. She's telling herself to the next man's highest bid, and I let it ride.
thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the financial support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's premier cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Hello, hello. Good to have you with us on Red Barn Radio. I'm Brad Becker. This is season 19 of Red Barn Radio. And tonight we welcome you to show number 737. With us this evening, Shannon Clark and the Sugar. Hailing from rustic Dark County, Ohio, Shannon Clark and the Sugar with their own distinctive flair, create a sound that some describe as Midwest Americana soul. This family band writes and performs their original music about personal loss, struggles, and the human condition. They finished their first full-length album with Grammy Award-winning producer Mark Howard, and that is set to be released in 2021. Welcome to Red Barn Radio, Shannon Clark and the Sugar. See plowboys picking tune, yeah, the band's yelling calls, and I'm looking for you. Hands in my pocket for three straight weeks just to fly on the wall and just shuffle around. Well, I took two showers, they back my hair, and not that you notice, and not that you care. About that time, you know, you walked in with that polka-dot dress in a school. Girl, girl, and I said, hey there, hey little darling, hey there, hey little darling, hey there, won't you tell me your name? Tell me your name. Well, you bow to your partner and you dose it do. I fold my nerves, they don't start to show. Cause I never seen such a pretty thing. Then another gold or a guy. Well, the room was spinning as I walked towards you. I don't know what to say or what I'll do. My heart inside of my chest, and I couldn't believe it when you said yes. When I said, Hey there, hey little darling, hey there, hey little darling, hey there, won't you tell me your name? Tell me your name. Whistle solo. 
Listening to Red Barn Radio, I'm Brad Becker, and our guest this evening is Shannon Clark and the Sugar. They come to us from Greenville, Ohio. I got online, I must admit, this afternoon, I got onto Wikipedia to just check out what might be going on in Greenville. Like, if there were, for instance, like any festivals or special, like, you know, annual things that go on in Greenville. And the only thing I could find out today was that there's a a hydrant flushing going on today. Yeah, I had to miss it for this, but you know, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> is there something that Greenville, Ohio is notorious for? We got a couple things. Annie Oakley was born in Dark oh. County, so we're the home of Little Miss Sure Shot, which we're sure proud of. Oh, right. Uh, a lot of history with uh, Anthony Wayne and the city of Greenville, the Treaty of uh, Greenville, Tecumseh, uh, things like that. There's a what, lot of What time there. period, when is that? That would have been in the 1700s. Okay, yeah. a little gotcha. before my time. So, <laughs> and, uh, well, you and Annie were pretty tight. Yeah. We Did were. She was a little better than me at shooting, which is okay. <laughs> but uh, we have a made right sandwich. It's super popular. Uh, is that a restaurant we should visit if we are like up loose in Greenville? Meat, you ever seen those loose meat sandwiches? You can get them out. Like sometimes they have them out west, and they're kind of like a thing. And people drive for miles and miles. That's that's this place. Yeah, it's good. Made yeah. right sandwiches. That's what all we're right. Known for lay line up all day for them. Oh, come on. And our county fair's big. We got a big county fair. Uh, big if you like county fairs. Uh, yeah, I do. Cornfields and county fairs, uh, tractor poles. Sounds like a cool little town. Work your read all winter Just to fill your spring And it seems like I've forgotten What I'm doing here Cause ever since you left me I'm wasting in this skin But the ground is just too cold To bury these old bones Yeah, I'm gonna wait till spring Maybe you were still listening to our favorite song. On Saturdays, I'll tear it up. Drink just enough to feel alone. Yeah, waited around till spring to see me a flower sign. Now I'm moving on 
was happening when you were a little kid musically that made you into a musical adult? My mom was a radio disc jockey pretty much the whole time I was growing up. She worked at as, as a radio disc jockey at a, uh, either a rock and roll station or a country station. She, she bounced back and forth. So, so sometimes she'd be listening to Bob Seger and Tom Petty, and then sometimes she'd uh. be listening to you know Pam Tillis and um, <laughs> Raina Lambert. So it just depended on what, what job she had at the time. But So I grew up getting to meet a lot of celebrities i guess sort of well, she dragged me to concerts and oh, i've no met kidding. reba and events and a couple really cool people like all younger kids i was into like i had awful taste in music so i listened to mostly rap music or whatever's on the radio at the time and so my mom would drag me to these concerts and i was just like i hate this stuff i just couldn't stand it but later on in life i realized that that music was kind of like made me feel home because a lot of that music is popular where i where i live and so i guess my musical influences are all over the place that's why I my, my set list is always <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> so that's a little bit about that, I guess. Brittany, I'm especially interested in how you became a percussionist. My uncle happened to play drums when he was, like, in high school, and he had this garage, and it's kind of filled with all kinds of cool knickknacks, and I found a drum set in there one day, and I just begged and begged. And so I finally got it. It was this old Apollo. It was red and glittery and beautiful, and I think I just thought it was pretty more than anything. Uh -huh. So I brought it home, put some new heads on it, and... I, my parents, thank goodness, they let me practice in the basement because that's like, you know, a pretty annoying thing to hear. I would listen to Sheryl Crow, of all things, the Globe Sessions album, and I would just listen for hours and just pick out the drums. And so I would say, self-taught by Sheryl Crow's drummer. 
give you anything Grant you more than just these wings on my back And try not to wait too long Give you all these things All the colors that the makeup puts in front of me I'll be there before your faith goes down I will be a symphony Try to hold on tight and follow me I could be the one seeing your eyes Do not take these simple things for granted enough I'm starving for all of your affections and I Oh I belong with you All the colors that the maker puts in front of me And I'll be there before that faith goes down And it's hard to make believe when everything is like So simple between all the moon Stars. And now I won't fail you. You let me try. Cause I will be your symphony. Try to hold on tight and follow me. I could be the one to see in your eyes.
I have a lot of questions about the references that there are to the Warped Tour. When I think of the Warped Tour, and I've attended too with my son, I think of mohawks, <laughs> tattoos, um, lot, a lot of, lot of guys you know, just bouncing off each other, very physical, and it was very scary for me. I, I'm, there were times when I wondered, have I done the wrong thing, bringing my child to this? How is it that the two of you, who now play Midwest Americana Soul, what stage was there for that at Warped Tour? In our youthful days, when we first met, that's how we met was playing music, and that's just what was popular with the kid. You know, we were young, and it was that's what was popular at the time in our area was the emo rock and the progressive rock and the pop punk and the punk and so we kind of just adapted into what was going on in our area there wasn't a lot of americana going in our area at the time but the younger scene that's what it was so we just started writing songs with the you know the the, the palm muting chunk stuff yeah right it's, just, it's what we did if you listen to some of my old stuff it's weird because it doesn't sound anything like this but if you listen if you took out the the music behind it and put the lyrics into something like we're doing here it wouldn't necessarily would still fit you know, I was writing the same music. I was just writing it to a, to a, a fast, you know. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's kind of how we ended up there. And I think as we just grew into our musical lives, we just kind of adapted and, and kind of grew in a different direction. Uh, but it was definitely a good time, and we learned a lot about the music industry and about how terrain. it's touring is hard. And, you know, <laughs> those guys that do the Warp Tour, man, they just, it's every day. It's boom, 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 boom. It's, cr it's a very long tour. And we did yeah. not play the whole tour. We only played select dates, thank goodness, because I don't know if I could have handled that. You mean just ones in the region? or Yeah, we played mostly in the region. Uh, we played on a couple stages that we, we won contests on and got asked to play a few others. So. Oh, all right. Yeah. High on that mountain Yeah, we gonna ride, ride, ride the sundown The sun don't shine. Yeah, very last wind of my pretty blue eyes. I lost my home to the banker's greed. Yeah, I let this town take the best of me. Roll up my sleeves and wash my hands. I'm tired of being a broken man. Traded in for gold Cause I'm taking from those who never know Ooh, the working hands of a callous soul One last ride by that creek Where we laid you down to sleep
Lost a daughter. Brittany decided to stop kind of playing for a while, so we, uh, mm-hmm. I adapted into another band and uh, did that for a while. And then uh, when we lost our daughter, our, s- our second daughter, it kind of brought us, I guess, uh, back to reality a little bit. So we kind of reshifted our focus to focus on our family, and we needed that time to, to be together and, and to work through that. So we took a long break from music. I don't think I picked up a guitar for... Oh, man, it could have been two or three years maybe even. And it wasn't until the other we started having other kids uh, and Navy started getting older that they wanted uh, to play with mom and dad. And, and, and I always had a guitar hanging up on the wall. I just didn't play it much. And so we started get falling in love with it again, and then eventually we started writing again. Because when you start having kids, you want to write about your kids. You want to write about things that are important to you. A lot of content there. Yeah. It's a long stretch from there to there. We have only been playing as a group now really is, is this arrangement only for maybe over a little over a year and then we slowly got back into it it wasn't like a it was like oh let's go play a show once every five months uh-huh we'd go do something and then we'd take a break and yeah but ironically it was it was really navy that really ignited our interest in music again when she was seven eight nine we always watched andy griffith and so she talked him into playing the crawled out whole song and <laughs> and so they'd play it like every day and and then they would just slowly add more songs into the repertoire than they would do. And that really was what reignited everything for us. It was ironically just, you know, Navy's interest, our kids' interest in, yeah. in, in having music around. And so That's pretty yeah. amazing. I'm thankful for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you should be, yeah. Josie never had much, just a knack for having kids. Found herself a simple man in a farm that she could tend. To make ends meet, you know they'd run a little shine. Ride down that red river till the North Kentucky pines. You better run. Red river run. You better run. We're back with more Red Barn Radio after this break. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style. We'll be right back. Oh, that I barely knew the man. Courtroom was quiet as a neighbor took his stand. 
I'm not saying she's right, that's for the Lord to find. But if it would have been me, I would have lit it up like the 4th of July. You better run. Red River, run. You better run. Welcome back. This is Red Barn Radio, recorded live from the Arts Place Performance Hall in Lexington, Kentucky. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style. Things are doing secret, my hand up on the gun, Red River Run. cares now that he was late but now i know it sounds a little absurd but it kind of made him just a little perturbed because no one recognized the color of sunshine yeah they don't even bother All their nightly passes and tip their hats to the fake genius and celebrate all their abundant weakness. But the sun just didn't believe and rewarded mediocrity. And Look 
Did you live close to your grandparents when you were growing up? For the most part, we always lived uh, pretty much, you know, in the same town, cross mm. town, pretty much, yeah. My mom moved around a lot. I went to four different schools in one year uh, when I was in elementary school, so we hopped a lot, but it was always within, like, 20 minutes of where my grandparents lived, so huh. that, that worked out nice. Your mom moved around a bunch with her work. I mean, you mentioned, for instance, that she came and did voiceover stuff down in Lexington. Yeah. My mom's a free spirit. Yeah. I'll just say that. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Good enough. Good enough. You have some other folks here with you tonight. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. You want to introduce them? Can I? Yeah, I would love it. I'm going to introduce I'm everybody because just in case somebody missed it. Well, my beautiful 16-year-old daughter, Miss Navy Clark, here on keys and vocals. <laughs> on the drums, we have Keeping It Real right here. And my beautiful wife of 17 years, Mrs. Brittany Clark. And we have on cello slash bass, we have the one and only Mr. Michael Ronstadt. And on fiddle, we have the best Class A mechanic in five states, Mr. Doug Hamilton. Let's start with you, Doug, since uh, you were the last person mentioned. You told me that you have a bike shop. Do you do bikes because it's challenging to sort of make ends meet with music or music because it's challenging to make ends meet with bikes? Kind of neither. I kind of fell into the bike thing accidentally. How is that? Well... You know, most people that go to school for seven years are called doctors, but not me. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> so at the end of the, the, the fourth attempt, I, I just got a job at the local bike shop one summer. I was tired of playing the violin, didn't want to do it anymore. I said, you know, maybe I'll, I like doing that. I like riding bikes. I used to race. Uh, he hired me. It was the most natural thing to me. It just was, it came easily. Yeah. And uh, so I wrench on just about anything, get my hands on, cars, bikes, whatever. You play a beautiful violin well thank you yeah i started on trombone in the fourth grade because i wanted to play trumpet because all my friends were in the band you know my my friend jeffrey hamilton cranfield the third uh (laughs) was playing trumpet and i wanted to play in the band and uh they said well we have trombone left and i tried it (laughs) and they just said you know you have no talent whatsoever you should probably just not play music so I, i just you know was sat it out for a year and then the next year the uh dashingly bohemian orchestra director came up to me at lunch when I was 10 and said, would you like to learn how to play the violin? And I said, yeah. (laughs) And so here we are. I went to school classically, but then I found that I loved improvising. Ended up uh, in a jazz group, all original jazz, violin stuff. And we ended up opening for Bela Fleck and the Fleck Tones. Oh, wow. At the end of that set, Victor Wooten, who ended up, you know, I mean, we still keep in touch once in a while, said, hey, man, you want to think about moving to Nashville? So... I just did. I ended up nine years on the road with different artists down there. and um, like, Do you mind saying, like who? Uh, Aaron Tippin, uh, Reba McIntyre, Tanya Tucker, uh-huh. uh, Barbara <laughs> Mandrell. Yeah. Yeah, so, and, you know, so it was just a thing I did, you know. Most of the ones you've mentioned are, like, country fiddle Yeah, gigs. yeah, and it was, you know, you'd play jazz in town, and you'd go out on the road and make your money. Wow, so, wow. And then when my first child was born, I didn't want to be gone all the time, so we moved back to uh, the Cincinnati area. Uh huh. And uh, I'm actually from Atlanta originally. I'm a southerner in exile. All those years she broke her back 
And you can't even stay to watch her pace. Room full of pictures of people who cared and no longer there. Who was there when you skimmed at me? Tucked you in and kept you clean. Rubbed your legs when they would ache. You won't do the same. Yeah, the doctor, he comes once a week. And the sister, she visits from Deer Creek. And she stays long enough to be seen if you know what I mean. All of your life you took them in. Taking care and raising others' kids. You never knew what it's like to feel like this now that you're alone. What if she would have given up? Moved away when things got tough. Marks on the wall just to see how tall it don't mean a thing. Yeah, the doctor comes once a week And the son, he comes over from Pikes Peak And he stays long enough to be seen If you know what I mean Yeah, the doctor, he comes once a week And the son, he comes over from Pikes Peak And he stays long enough be seen if you know what I mean. From a farmhouse built out in 53 to a one bedroom with no ceiling. Is this all she meant to me? Yeah, the doctor comes once a week. And I used to visit from Pikes Peak And I'd stay long enough to be seen If you know what I mean Yeah, the doctor, he comes once a week And I used to visit from Pikes Peak And I'd stay long enough to be seen How did you meet Shannon and Brittany? Well, through this guy right here. Um, oh, the link. Michael and I first started playing together with another artist named Lisa Bialis. And we realized that we just 
have some sort of weird osmosis connection. It's the freakiest thing. I mean, I kind of jokingly call him my cello wife because uh. we can just <laughs> sense where it's where to go. And we, all these parts we're doing, we're, they're written on the spot. So Michael said, hey, I'm working with this really interesting band. I like the stuff they write. I, you know, they're just fabulous. I should ask you the question, how did you meet Shannon and introduce them to Doug? Well, we were doing a show in his town, <laughs> and they came out to see me and Doug playing with Lisa Bialis. And was this a jazz gig? Was Is Lisa a jazz player? She's kind of uh, fallen under uh, the blues category, but she sings okay. everything. Yeah. And uh, Belle of the Blues type singer. Uh-huh. But we were playing, and, and Shannon came up at the show. Hey, I have a have some music. Would you be interested uh if I got your information and I called you for some cello work. So I came into the studio for a track called Carry Me, which I think we're going to play in a yeah, little bit. Yeah, right. And uh, after that, I, last summer, you were the only one with gigs, so took it. But I really wanted to play music for Shannon. And, and I love family music because I grew up playing music with my dad and my brother in a group called Ronstadt Generations. Uh. I still play with my brother, P.D. Ronstadt, with uh, Ronstadt Brothers. Uh-huh. I play music wow. with my wife, Serenity Fisher, and Serenity Fisher and the Cardboard Hearts. And we also use Michael Ronstadt and Serenity Fisher as our names. And so, uh, you know, family music is, I feel like that's my middle name sometimes. So when I get to hear family singing together and harmonizing, it's a special thing. And, and I always like to be a part of it. Never thought I'd miss this Ohio woman. Never thought I'd race to see the sun But I buried my mother's mother and father And watched my little girl Whizzed away in this rocky wood And I know I'll never, ever be the same Carried Never thought I'd miss these fields of gold Didn't think I'd sell everything I own But I can't mistake the way this wind is changing mm, Cause now that I'm growing old Oh, this is where I want to rest these bones Bury me next to my pine tree Be somebody, something. Didn't think I raised family, but I miss you like a soldier misses his mama. Yeah, I wasted twenty. Oh, I didn't need this fear that never, ever. 
Hey, Navy, we're talking about you. Did your mom and dad get you music lessons when you were a kid? Actually, no, I've never taken any lessons. My dad taught me guitar when I was little. Yeah, just kind of being around music, I think, taught me a lot, and that's kind of where I'm at today. Are you in college now, post-college, um, pre-college? I am in high school and taking college classes. What's your interest outside of music? I'm big into photography stuff. That's what I'm mostly interested in. I do a lot of that. Um, and you know art stuff like that oh. I, love, I love to read too so oh yeah just a lot of little hobbies I do yeah yeah and so what's it like for you as a young person to be playing and performing with your mom and dad it's a lot of fun it's really exciting I think <coughs> they've got a lot of experience in uh, music they've been playing you know, before I was born so it's like really nice to have them here to learn from and, <laughs> huh. and you know help me with different music stuff you know we write a lot of stuff together, mom, my mom and dad. And it's kind of this really good trio. We just kind of bounce off each other, and it's it's really nice to have that like power, I guess. You know, is, is practice ever challenging? What kind of thing might come up? We'll, like start arguing about stupid stuff, like capos and you know a guitar not plugged in and just silly things. Like yeah, who's, who took the last tuner? You know. Oh, <laughs> so he projects onto you and... Absolutely, I'm completely innocent. I've never so done he's, anything. So he's just projecting. Okay, all right. Turn the lights down low Like we used to do on that front porch You don't call this place home anymore It's me and this old guitar In the sound of slamming doors It takes more from you than it deserves Like a thousand swords Cut you down, down Maybe we won't need to share this time Yeah. 
just a passing conversation Virginia didn't change a thing Did you ever really wear one? I'm not afraid of being alone Like a thousand waves Crashing down, down The tide moves in And it rolls back down But how can you forget my to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the financial support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's premier cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky and by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. The music for this episode was mixed by Adam Schettinger. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of the Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. More at wookoutamerica.com. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style. The best music from the roots of the south.
and sharing this music with the world. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Kathy Stamps. We would like to thank Shannon and Brittany and Navy and Doug and Mike, Shannon Clark and the Sugar for being with us this evening. We also thank our volunteers and staff for their help in making our production happen each and every week. Thank you all for listening to our webcast, watching us on YouTube and Twitch, and those listening to us on the network of Red Barn stations and media worldwide. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Arts Place Performance Hall in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. We thank LexArts President and CEO Amy Sweetall for always helping to make the production of Red Barn Radio possible. Our website has updates and further information on our guests on our program. We're on the web at redbarnradio.com. And now once again, folks, let's welcome back Shannon Clark and the Sugar. Thank you guys so much for having us. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for all the hard work, everybody involved. We, we really do appreciate you. Uh, and I want to dedicate this last song to our uh, longtime keyboard players played this last couple of years. He, he passed away this year, and Navy had to kind of take into his shoes and fill in some of his shoes. And he was a longtime Nashville player, just a super great guy. His name was Jerry Hughes, so I'm going to dedicate this, uh, this song to him.
Thank you guys so much. Red Barn Radio is a production of Red Barn Radio, LLC. (laughs) 